The Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri Purgatorio Canto 1 To run o'er better waters hoisted sail, the little vessel of my genius now, that leaves behind itself a sea so cruel. And of that second kingdom will I sing, wherein the human spirit doth purge itself, and to ascend to heaven becometh worthy. Let dead poesy here rise again, O holy muses, since that I am yours, and here Calliope somewhat ascend, my song accompanying with that sound, of which the miserable magpies felt the blow so great that they despaired of pardon. Sweet color of the oriental sapphire, that was upgathered in the cloudless aspect of the pure air as far as the first circle. Unto mine eyes did recommence delight, soon as I issued forth from the dead air, which had with sadness filled mine eyes and breast. The beauteous planet, that to love incites, was making all the orient to laugh, veiling the fishes that were in her escort. To the right hand I turned and fixed my mind upon the other pole, and saw four stars ne'er seen before save by the primal people. Rejoicing in their flamelets seemed the heaven. O thou septentrional and widowed sight, because thou art deprived of seeing these. When from regarding them I had withdrawn, turning a little to the other pole, there where the wane had disappeared already, I saw beside me an old man alone, worthy of so much reverence in his look, that more owes not to father any son. A long beard and with white hair intermingled he wore, in semblance like unto the tresses of which a double list fell on his breast. The rays of the four consecrated stars did so adorn his countenance with light that him I saw as were the sun before him. Who are you, ye who counter the blind river, have fled away from the eternal prison? Moving those venerable plumes, he said, Who guided you, or who has been your lamp in issuing forth out of the night profound that ever black makes the infernal valley? The laws of the abyss, are they thus broken? Or is there changed in heaven some counsel new that, being damned, ye come unto my crags? Then did my leader lay his grasp upon me, and with his words and with his hands and signs, so reverent he made in me my knees and brow, then answered him, I came not of myself. A lady from heaven descended, at whose prayers I aided this one with my company. But since it is thy will more be unfolded of our condition, how it truly is, mine cannot be that this should be denied thee. This one has never his last evening seen, but by his folly was so near to it that very little time was there to turn. As I have said, I unto him was sent to rescue him, and other way was none than this to which I have myself betaken. I have shown him all the people of perdition, and now those spirits I intend to show who purge themselves beneath thy guardianship. How I have brought him would be long to tell thee. Virtue descendeth from on high that aids me to lead him to behold thee and to hear thee. Now may it please thee to vouchsafe his coming. He seeketh liberty, which is so dear, as knoweth he who life for her refuses." Thou knowest it, since for her, to thee not bitter, was death in Utica, where thou didst leave the vesture that will shine so the great day. By us the eternal edicts are not broken, since this one lives, and Minos binds not me. But of that circle I, where are the chaste eyes of thy Marcia, who in look still praise thee, O holy breast, to hold her as thine own, for her love then incline thyself to us. Permit us through thy sevenfold realm to go. I will take back this grace from thee to her, if to be mentioned there below thou deignest. Marcia so pleasing was unto mine eyes while I was on the other side, then said he, that every grace she wished of me I granted. Now that she dwells beyond the evil river, she can no longer move me by that law which, when I issued forth from there, was made. But if a lady of heaven do move and rule thee, as thou dost say, no flattery is needful. Let it suffice thee that for her thou ask me. 
Go then, and see thou gird this one about with a smooth brush, and that thou wash his face, so that thou cleanse away all stain therefrom. For twere not fitting that the eye or cast by any mist should go before the first angel, who is of those of paradise. This little island round about its base below there, yonder, where the billow beats it, doth rushes bear upon its washy ooze. No other plant that putteth forth a leaf, or that doth endurate, can there have life, because it yieldeth not unto the shocks. Thereafter be not this way your return. The sun which now is rising will direct you to take the mount by easier ascent. With this he vanished, and I raised me up without a word, and wholly drew myself unto my guide, and turned mine eyes to him. And he began, Son, follow thou my steps. Let us turn back, for on this side declines the plain unto its lower boundaries. The dawn was vanquishing the matin hour which fled before it, so that from afar I recognized the trembling of the sea. Along the solitary plain we went, as one who unto the lost road returns, until he finds it seems to go in vain. As soon as we were come to where the dew fights with the sun, and, being in a part where shadow falls, little evaporates, both of his hands upon the grass outspread in gentle manner did my master place. Whence I, who of this action was aware, extended unto him my tearful cheeks. There did he make in me uncovered wholly that hue which hell had covered up in me. Then came we down upon the desert shore, which never yet saw navigate its waters any that afterward had known return. There he begirt me, as the other pleased, O marvelous! For even as he called the humble plant, such it sprang up again, suddenly there where he uprooted it. Canto Two. Already had the sun the horizon reached, whose circle of meridian covers o'er Jerusalem with its most lofty point, and night that opposite to him revolves was issuing forth from Ganges with the scales that fall from out her hand when she exceedeth, so that the white and vermilion cheeks of beautiful Aurora, where I was, by too great age were changing into orange. We still were on the border of the sea, like people who are thinking of their road, who go in heart and with the body stay. And lo, as when, upon the approach of morning, through the gross vapors Mars grows fiery red down in the west upon the ocean floor, appeared to me, may I again behold it, a light along the sea so swiftly coming, its motion by no flight of wing is equaled. From which, when a little had withdrawn mine eyes, that I might question my conductor, again I saw it brighter grown and larger. Then on each side of it appeared to me, I know not what, of white, and underneath it. Little by little there came forth another. My master yet had uttered not a word while the first whiteness into wings unfolded, but when he clearly recognized the pilot, he cried, Make haste, make haste to bow the knee. Behold the angel of God, fold thou thy hands. Henceforward shalt thou see such officers. See how he scorneth human arguments, so that nor oar he wants, nor other sail than his own wings between so distant shores. See how he holds them pointed up to heaven, fanning the air with the eternal pinions that do not molt themselves like mortal hair. Then, as still nearer and more near us came the bird divine, more radiant he appeared, so that near by the eye could not endure him. But down I cast it, and he came to shore with a small vessel, very swift and light, so that the water swallowed not thereof. Upon the stern stood the celestial pilot, beatitude seemed written in his face, and more than a hundred spirits sat within. In exitu Israel de Egypto, they chanted all together in one voice, with whatso in that psalm is after written. Then made he sign of holy rood upon them, whereat all cast themselves upon the shore, and he departed swiftly as he came. The throng which still remained there, unfamiliar seemed with the place, all round about them gazing, as one who in new matters makes essay. On every side was darting forth the day the sun, who had with his resplendent shafts from the mid-heaven chased forth the Capricorn. When the new people lifted up their faces towards us, saying to us, If ye know, show us the way to go unto the mountain. An answer made Virgilius, Ye believe, perchance, that we have knowledge of this place, 
But we are strangers, even as ourselves just now we came, a little while before you, another way which was so rough and steep that mounting will henceforth seem sport to us. The souls who had, from seeing me draw breath, become aware that I was still alive, pallid in their astonishment became. And as to messenger who bears the olive, the people thronged to listen to the news, and no one shows himself afraid of crowding, so at the sight of me stood motionless those unfortunate spirits, all of them, as if oblivious to go and make them fair. One from among them saw I coming forward as to embrace me with such great affection that it incited me to do the like. O empty shadows, save an aspect only, three times behind it did I clasp my hands, as oft returned with them to my own breast. I think with wonder I depicted me, whereat the shadow smiled and backward drew, and I, pursuing it, pressed farther forward. Gently it said that I should stay my steps, then knew I who it was, and I entreated that it would stop a while to speak with me. It made reply to me, Even as I love thee in mortal body, so I love thee free. Therefore I stop, but wherefore thou goest? My own Casella, to return once more there where I am, I make this journey, said I, but how from thee has so much time be taken? And he to me, No outrage has been done me, if he who takes both when and whom he pleases has many times denied to me this passage, for of a righteous will his own is made. He, sooth to say, for three months past has taken whoever wished to enter with all peace. Whence I, who now had turned unto that shore where salt the waters of the Tiber grow, benignantly by him have been received. Unto that outland now his wing is pointed, because forevermore assemble there those who towards Acheron do not descend. And I, if some new law take not from thee memory or practice of the song of love, which used to quiet in me all my longings, thee may it please to comfort therewithal somewhat this soul of mine, that with its body hitherward coming is so much distressed. Love that within my mind discourses with me, forthwith began he so melodiously, the melody within me still is sounding. My master and myself and all that people which with him were appeared as satisfied as if naught else might touch the mind of any. We all of us were moveless and attentive unto his notes. And lo, the grave old man, exclaiming, What is this, ye laggard spirits? What negligence, what standing still is this? Run to the mountain to strip off the slough that lets not God be manifest to you. Even as when, collecting grain or tares, the doves, together at their pasture met, quiet nor showing their accustomed pride, if aught appear of which they are afraid, upon a sudden leave their food alone, because they are assailed by greater care, so that fresh company did I behold the song relinquish, and go towards the hill as one who goes and knows not whitherward, nor was our own departure less in haste. Canto three. Inasmuch as the instantaneous flight had scattered them asunder o'er the plain, turned to the mountain whither reason spurs us, I pressed me close unto my faithful comrade, and how without him had I kept my course? Who would have led me up along the mountain? He seemed to me within himself remorseful, O noble conscience, and without a stain, how sharp a sting is trivial fault to thee. After his feet had laid aside the haste which mars the dignity of every act, my mind, that hitherto had been restrained, let loose its faculties, as if delighted and I my sight directed to the hill that highest towards the heaven uplifts itself. The sun that in our rear was flaming red was broken in front of me into the figure which had in me the stoppage of its rays. Unto one side I turned me with the fear of being left alone, when I beheld only in front of me the ground obscured. Why dost thou still mistrust? My comforter began to say to me, turned wholly round. Dost thou not think me with thee, and that I guide thee? Tis evening there already where is buried the body within which I cast a shadow. Tis from Brundisium taken, and Naples has it. Now if in front of me no shadow fall, marvel not at it more than at the heavens, because one ray impedeth not another to suffer torments, both of cold and heat, bodies like this that power provides, which wills that how it works be not unveiled to us. 
Insane is he who hopeth that our reason can traverse the illimitable way which the one substance in three persons follows. Mortals, remain contented at the quia, for if ye had been able to see all, no need there were for Mary to give birth. And ye have seen desiring without fruit, those who desire would have been quieted, which evermore is given them for a grief. I speak of Aristotle and of Plato and many others. And here bowed his head, and more he said not, and remained disturbed. We came meanwhile unto the mountain's foot. There so precipitate we found the rock, that nimble legs would there have been in vain. Twixt Lyrici and Turbia, the most desert, the most secluded pathway is a stair easy and open, if compared with that. Who knoweth now upon which hand the hill slopes down? My master said, his footsteps staying, so that who goeth without wings may mount. And while he held his eyes upon the ground, examining the nature of the path, and I was looking up around the rock, on the left hand appeared to me a throng of souls that moved their feet in our direction, and did not seem to move, they came so slowly. Lift up thine eyes, I to the master said, behold on this side who will give us counsel, if thou of thine own self can have it not. Then he looked at me, and with frank expression replied, Let us go there, for they come slowly, and thou be steadfast in thy hope, sweet son. Still was that people as far off from us, after a thousand steps of ours, I say, as a good thrower with his hands would reach, when they all crowded unto the hard masses of the high bank, and motionless stood and close, as he stands still to look who goes in doubt. O happy dead, O spirits elect already, Virgilius made beginning, by that peace which I believe is waiting for you all, tell us upon what side the mountain slopes, so that the going up be possible, for to lose time irks him most who most knows. As sheep come issuing forth from out the fold by ones and twos and threes, and the others stand timidly, holding down their eyes and nostrils, and what the foremost does, the others do, huddling themselves against her if she stop, simple and quiet, and the wherefore know not, so moving to approach us thereupon, I saw the leader of that unfortunate flock, modest in face and dignified in gait. As soon as those in the advance saw broken the light upon the ground at my right side, so that from me the shadow reached the rock, they stopped, and backward drew themselves somewhat, and all the others who came after them, not knowing why nor wherefore, did the same. Without your asking, I confess to you, this is a human body which you see, whereby the sunshine on the ground is cleft. Marvel ye not thereat, but be persuaded that, not without a power which comes from heaven, doth he endeavor to surmount this wall. The master thus, and said those worthy people, Return ye then, and enter in before us, making a signal with the back of the hand, and one of them began, Whoe'er thou art, thus going, turn thine eyes, Consider well if e'er thou saw me in the other world. I turned me towards him, and looked at him closely. Blond was he, beautiful, and of noble aspect, but one of his eyebrows had a blow divided. When with humility I had disclaimed e'er having seen him, Now behold, he said, and showed me high upon his breast a wound. Then said he with a smile, I am Manfredi, the grandson of the Empress Costanza. Therefore, when thou returnest, I beseech thee, go to my daughter beautiful, the mother of Sicily's honor and of Aragon's, and the truth tell her, if aught else be told. After I had my body lacerated by these two mortal stabs, I gave myself weeping to him who willingly doth pardon. Horrible my iniquities had been, but infinite goodness hath such ample arms that it receives whatever turns to it. Had but Costanza's pastor, who in chase of me was sent by Clement at that time, in God read understandingly this page, the bones of my dead body still would be at the bridgehead near unto Benevento, under the safeguard of the heavy cairn. Now the rain bathes and moveth them the wind, beyond the realm almost beside the Verde, where he transported them with tapers quenched. By malison of theirs is not so lost eternal love that it cannot return, so long as hope has anything of green. True is it who in contumacy dies of holy church, though penitent at last, must wait upon the outside this bank thirty times told the time that he has been in his presumption, 
unless such decree shorter by means of righteous prayers be come. See now if thou hast power to make me happy, by making known unto my good Costanza how thou hast seen me, and this band beside, for those on earth can much advance us here.